Howdy Feasters, and I'm Jason, aka Rez, and I'm here to answer your questions so that you could get past the bumps in the road to building your profitable freelance business. Today's question is, what sort of work, freelance work, is available for individual web developers? Now, this episode is probably going to bring out a bit of the New Yorker in me, so be prepared and on the lookout for that. Uh, but I'm going to share with you five tips that you can uh, use today if you're starting out as a web developer. This was asked by somebody who was still working full-time but wanted to break away from that and start his own business. Um, and I hate to say it, but anytime I was told this one-liner that I'm about to say right now, I felt like punching that person in the face, but it definitely applies here. So don't do what I did. Do what I say, right? Um, if you do what I did, you'll take the long way around, and depending on the type of person that you are, you may never even get back. And I don't want that to happen to you. So being that I wanted to help him out in the best possible way, uh, you know, since it's been so long since I was in his shoes, I Googled this exact question and then tweeted some of the search results too, because I wanted to see what kind of content was out there for him. Um, most of it, unfortunately, is the same stuff that I saw well over a decade ago. And to be quite honest, I think it's terrible. Uh, unfortunately though, back then I followed a lot of that advice and it took me a long time to realize how terrible that advice really was. I mean, today, the 10th ranked page in Google for this question or a modification of this question is really, is, was written in 2009. It's 2018 folks. What the, I mean, really? <laughs> so I almost cursed. Um, most of the most of the advice is things like learn as many different languages as you can, build up a portfolio, uh, get out there and do local networking, you know, get on job boards, things like that. And I'll be honest, I did all of those things, and what it landed me was smack dab in the middle of generalistville. And as a result of that, I wound up having to go back and sit in a cube again. So it's really no wonder why so many freelancers are stuck in that feast or famine cycle nowadays, especially if that type of advice is, is still out there. So let's dive into the five things. Enough of my rant, right? First thing you want to do when to, in order to get work as an individual web developer is to talk with your existing network and probe for projects to work on. Assuming you've got a developer skill set already, right? I mean, that's kind of the assumption I'm making here. Don't go, don't go out trying to learn any and all the new things. Use what you have already. Land just one project to get you off the ground. This one project will get you the experience of all the other things around freelancing and around starting your own business that you're not good at and maybe even didn't think about. Things like the contracts, the client communication, the follow-up, the delivery and such, all of these things. These will set you apart. So learn and practice them as early on in the process as possible. You'd much rather get a testimonial that speaks to other business owners than developers. So stay away from the shiny new things in the dev world for the time being and get that business side experience. 
right? There will be plenty of time for those shiny things. Trust me. Second thing is you want to start figuring out a niche, right? To answer your question, you define the type of work that there is out there for you. Don't let the market tell you what to work on. Yes, this early on is the best because, well, you won't be stuck in the weeds, right? You won't be carrying on past work. No doubt that the first project or the second or the 10th will be, you know, what your specialty will be in the end. But <clears throat> if you speak to a specific type of client rather than speaking to everyone, you'll accelerate your job opportunities much faster. I dove deep on why this happens in episode 59, where I talked about how niching down, you are actually showing that you are an expert and experts have higher qualities, you know, a higher quality of opportunities to select from. So think about niching down. You could pick a, a, a type of business to work with, a location, which, you know, oftentimes is easier to, to do when you're starting out even technology to use, right? There are sites out there like nerdydata and builtwith.com, uh, you know, to find websites that use a specific technology. You can go ahead and explore those sites and create, you know, quick two to four minute videos on what you can do to help their business improve as a bit of an outreach tool. Third thing, in order to get work consistently and profitable, you'll want to start getting yourself organized. Get yourself a billing system. Use Stripe or FreshBooks. Get yourself a project management tool like Asana or Todoist even. Get yourself a contract template. I still use a version of Contract Killer by Andy Clark to this very day. Then the other side of things is you want to put two boundaries into your every day. Close out your email and only check it three times a day. And... Use a tool like Calendly for setting up appointments for phone calls. As a developer, it's hard to go in and out of that deep work that the coding requires. Don't get pulled away by a phone call that's unexpected. Allow yourself to be available, but have these calls scheduled out. The fourth tip would be charge what you're worth. In the beginning, this is hard to do because you won't be as confident, but if you could figure out the monetary impact of your work for their business, anchor your price to that rather than other developers. Look, I was doing freelance development for about two years when a mentor of mine asked me how much I charged. And when I told him, without hesitation, he told me to double it. I laughed and he didn't. He said, you were way too cheap, and no doubt that that number came by way of comparing yourself to the market. At that point, I actually thought my rate was a bit high because I was getting told by leads that very, that very thing. The very next lead that came in, I doubled it, and I landed that gig. I thought to myself, how much money have I been leaving on the table all this time? The fifth and final thing that I'll say today is, you know, to answer this question is, is to get work that you enjoy doing and the type of folks that you enjoy working with is to really ask for, for referrals. Don't be shy about it. Each and every milestone you hit on a project solve a small portion of that large solution you are building for that client. Use each of these milestones to either ask for a testimonial or a referral. 
it's as simple as saying, hey, Fred, we pushed this feature out to the site this week. It was a pleasure to be able to do that so that you can save a bunch of time in the manual parts of your every single day. I was wondering if you knew anyone else that has a similar problem that I could help accomplish the same thing for. So think about these five things, take them and run with them. You'll be so much better off than where I was and you'll get to where I am today a lot faster than I was. So if you have a question, ask Rez, that's me. By leaving me a tweet, an email, or go ahead on iTunes, res.com slash iTunes, and leave a review. So until next time, it's your time. I live in the feast.